And video. Recording in progress. The hell was that? All right, here we go. Wow, they they give you they Hello, give you a uh, notification. This is Ace Von Johnson <laughs> from Faster Pussycat and LA Guns. Just letting you know you're listening to the Gary Brugman podcast. Rock and roll. Yo yo yo! It's your man, Big Daddy Roughneck. You're tuned into the Gary Brugman podcast. Prepare to be entertained. Hey everybody, welcome. It is episode 80 of the Gary Brugman Podcast. I know I've been MIA for quite a while. It's been a long year. It's been a hard year, but you know what? We're going to talk all about it, so hold on to something tight because we're going to be banging off them guardrails, so let's get to it. Welcome, everybody, back to episode 80 of the Gary Brugman Podcast. I think it's 80. I might have to double-check that. But tonight I have my brother TJ with me, as always, and I got my brother Kevin Butler, who's a, who's a really funny guy. I had to have him on. <laughs> Welcome, homies. How are you doing? Doing good. Doing Can't hear good. you, TJ. Day. Can't hear you. I didn't speak. Oh, okay. I wasn't I, speaking. I, I, was let, I was letting our, our guest go. You know, I, I thought, I thought, I <laughs> thought I saw you lean in. Brother, what the uh, hell? I'm not your whipping post, man. You are. <laughs> you know, I need to uh I need to let everybody know up front that uh um I'm still recovering from uh COVID. I still get tired really quick, so I'm gonna be out of breath here a couple of times. So bear with me. This is episode 80, and um I've been off the air for a while. I got my pardon, as everybody knows, and um I had to come off the air and handle some business and take care of some stuff. And I know everybody's been hammering me for the podcast, but um, we're back up. We're back up, and we're 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 going to be doing at least one week, maybe more. We know what we talk nice. about. But how you guys doing, man? What's up, TJ? TJ is well. Please refer to me as Big Daddy Roughneck. Come on, this is the podcast now, <laughs> brother. All right, yeah. we're back to the show, bro. Come brother, on, get in the character. I'm I'm, I'm working on it. I'm, I'm sorry, little dirty. I mean, Big Daddy Roughneck. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Swifty. Swifty. <laughs> no, bro. I, I'm well, brother. I'm well. I'm well. I'm here. You know, we're gonna talk about that here in a little bit about everything happening yep. in our lives because we're gonna do another uh, update and buddy check. How you doing, Kevin? I mean, I know I was with you yesterday. We're making some holes I was in paper. Doing, doing good. We, yeah. we got to go shoot some shoot some uh, some targets and stuff. We had a good time yesterday. Yeah, dude. Out, do a little man time. We we went through a few hundred rounds yesterday, me and him, man. I remember back in the days when it used to be a few thousand rounds, but with the cost of ammo, we can't do that anymore. No, no. Oof, the cost of everything. Sure. Please. Sure. Yeah. Ammo's too expensive. No shit. I remember we used to load up like freaking 10, 20 magazines to the max and just go all out. Now it's like, well, I'm going to put 10 in this mag. <laughs> you know, I'm only going to put 10 in this mag. I only shoot five rounds at a time. <laughs> 10, three, three. I'm going to dump the, I'm going to dump these five rounds. <laughs> all right. Hey, before we get, before we get started, uh, I need to make this dedication because for some reason I'm really, really good at forgetting the dedication. Um, not this time. Yeah. This podcast, I yeah, need to dedicate to uh, somebody special that y'all have seen before. Um, I miss her every day. Uh, I, I go, I go through the motions and you don't know how many times I pick up my cell phone and say, I need to call my mom. Um, but she's not around anymore. For those of you that didn't know, she, uh, she passed away while I was in the hospital back in August. 
And uh, I was still on the ventilator when she passed away. We're going to talk about that. But uh, this this uh, podcast I'm dedicating to my mom, uh, Hurricane Lydia, as everybody knows her. <laughs> <laughs> Hurricane mom, Lydia. That's right. Mommy, this one's for you. And for, for those of you that don't know, um, when I went to the hospital, um, Kevin was uh, Kevin and his wife were one of the last ones to see her because they took care of her until Kim got here from Fort Worth. They were with her for quite a few hours because I was on my way to the hospital. I thought I was going to die, and y'all remember that. So I, um, I was in Florida back in July 31st to, for a fundraiser with, with the... Uh, with, this with, is the COVID story we're going into. Right. So right, right. Okay. I caught COVID over there. Don't know how. Uh, but when I got back, I had a mild fever, like, like 99-ish. I went to the VA. They, uh, they, they gave me a test, gave me a Z-Pack, sent me home, and told me to, they'll call me with the results because they were pretty backed up. So that night they called me, told me I was positive. I started taking the Z pack, and um, next day I woke up with 106 point, uh, 103.6 fever, and I was confused, didn't know what to do. So uh, called my friend Christy in uh, in Beaumont, Texas. She lives up just past Beaumont, a little town called Buna, and um, she sent me a, she sent me an ambulance. I called her because she's a RN and she deals with COVID patients. And uh, I, I passed out in an ambulance on the way to the hospital. And next thing I know, I uh, woke up three weeks later, paralyzed, couldn't move. Uh, I was trached. I got trached in my throat. Um, <laughs> what, I mean, where was they going to trach you? They ain't going to trach you in your ass. But anyway. <laughs> Depends on what hospital you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no kidding. If you're on a Navy ship. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? Exactly. So... <laughs> But you you don't you don't remember making videos or calling me on on the phone. I don't remember like when, anything. When you brother. got to the hospital when you were in ER, I don't remember anything. Yeah, I've been and then and then you posted, you posted, one of the most scariest videos I had to watch. And yeah, for sure. It was a video that you made where they had the oxygen turned up high and you had the mask on and it was filling up your I, cheeks, so you look like a squirrel. Right, because the pressure that was getting pushed in, and you're like, they put me on a ventilator. I think I'm gonna die, and and, and that was it. Yep. He said and, goodbye and it in that it, video too. It was scary. Right. It it kind of left everybody like, holy shit. And that's let me tell you, the networking of people that love you. I know it. I know uh, it. And dude. I don't use that word a lot. Love. Love is is a very strong word for me, so I don't throw it around. The people that loved you came together, and I can't, I can't believe all the shit that got done. I know it's it, it, it's insane. Everybody across across the world, I mean, I had people yes. in, on the other side of the globe praying for me in Germany, in 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 Qatar, in in Australia. Everybody, man, and everybody just came together, and it was pretty incredible. And and, um, not, and not just not not just praying for you, but like whatever needed to get done got. Done. No right. questions asked. Exactly. Like Chris's, uh, Chris Tonto's foundation yep. reached out and took care of all of Gary's bills and everything like that for him yeah. while he was there. Yeah. I mean, the, the 14th hour foundation stepped up and, and took care of everything. You know, my, my, my home, my utilities, my truck, my truck insurance, they took care of all of my, uh, all of my stuff. So, and they go around and they help people like that all the time, man. And you have to respect an organization like that, that relies on, donations rather than governmental grants right you exactly I mean? exactly like they, 
So they, it, they do it from the heart. So I and and um I'll post a link at the end of the podcast if anybody wants to donate to the uh to the uh, 15th hour 14 14th hour foundation dude they are they are an incredible organization and they have helped me a lot man a lot and I'm sorry about Amen. that something was asking me if not they were going to cut my meeting short and I had to fix it so I thought I took care of everything but I didn't but yeah we man no no we we just got granted unlimited minutes buddy <laughs> brother I uh while I was I woke up in the hospital and I was having these daydreams, these these massive daydreams. That I kept daydreaming that JP. Hallucinations. I kept dreaming yeah. that JP, JP Cervantes. Oh, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> you didn't tell me we were going to talk about him. JP Cervantes. Dude. Our guy, JP Cervantes. I can't. He's like, you ask, I tell. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, he, I, I was dreaming and I was awake. And I was dreaming right. that he was ziplining down from a Blackhawk <laughs> and taking me with him. And we were going to rescue kids in Colombia, Panama, Guatemala. And we even, he had a Black a Blackhawk. And I even remember the pilot's name. The pilot's name was Paloma. And Paloma. Yeah. And then we were having lunch before we went to rescue these kids. And I had the freaking 40 millimeter, 40 millimeter white phosphorus. Uh, grenade launcher. <laughs> grenade launcher. Yeah, yeah and, and and when they didn't want to open or they didn't want to stop, JP gave me a signal, like, doom, doom, doom. you know, freaking thumper. And, just, <laughs> and that and that they would just catch white fire, and dude, it was insane. And it was so real that I remember asking JP in the dream, and I asked him in real life too, but this was in the dream. I said, is this real or, or am I imagining this? He goes, check your bank account. So when Kim showed up with my laptop, the first thing I did was check my bank account. Because see, <laughs> see, because I, I, I had swear to God, I made forty million dollars. I swear I made forty million freaking God dollars. Damn it, where is that money, JP? That would have been nice to definitely wake up too. Oh my God, imagine. <laughs> but um, it, it was it, it was insane, man. And when I and I told him the story, and he was laughing his ass off, man. But yeah, uh, but man. it was so real. But dude, I, I woke up, I woke up, I couldn't move, and 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 all I could do was move my eyes. And maybe nod my head a little bit, and um, now this isn't a dream. Now this is no, real this life. is real. This is real. I had okay. I had a I had a freaking trach in my throat. Um, they kept giving me air treatments. I'm looking. I got beeping noises all around me. All I'm sounding like Darth Vader <laughs> as I'm breathing, and um, and I, I was trying to talk to Kim, but I couldn't move my mouth right, so she couldn't even read my lips what I was trying to say, and 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 I was. I had couldn't no, write anything down. I couldn't you move couldn't my hand. Up. I couldn't move. I couldn't well, do nothing. Helpless. I mean, like, like, like sometimes she had a sheet with like letters on it. And when she came up and is it on this, I was trying to spell stuff out. All I could do was blink my eyes, you know, but uh, that was so difficult. And I used to get so frustrated that when she couldn't understand what I was saying, I would go like this. And just turn my head <laughs> because I was just pissed off. I'd be a little bitch, you know, I'm done with you. <laughs> yeah. But dude, your cheat sheet sucks. Yeah. So dude, so so when they took me to the hospital, I called Kevin and his wife and I said, I'm going to the hospital. I need you to come take care of my wife. And they showed up here as fast as they could. Your wife? Your 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 wife? His his wife. Huh? He called my wife. Oh, I called I called you guys. Oh right. no! I, when you re-listen to this, you listen to what you said. You said so. Uh, I your need wife. you to go over and take care of my wife. <laughs> I was, 
I must be fucked you up. You had actually called us the day before. We kept telling you, do you want us to come over? And you were being stubborn. And you're like, no, like I'll go when I have to. And then by the time it happened and we were trying to come over, the ambulance had already removed you because you talked to your friend and we were like weirded out because you were gone when we got right. there. Cause we were on our way. Yeah. So dude, they sanitized Amen. my house, took care of my mom. And whenever I go on trips, I leave my mom with, with them. And she, she loved they, being, they being Kevin and Patty, being Kevin and right. Patty. Yes. Kevin's lovely wife. So she's sleeping right now. Otherwise I'd get her. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Leave her alone. So, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to leave her alone. So, um, so yeah, man. So they came over to care of my mom. When I leave them over there, you know, she, the whole, the whole time that she'd be there, she'd be like, where's Gary? Where's Gary? Where's Gary? And then when I get there, she'd be like, get out of here. I don't want to go with you. You know, I'd be like, it's time to go home. They, Patty would call me all day long be like, yeah, she misses you. She wants to see you. And I get there and freaking hurricane Lily would be like, Fuck off. I'm not going with you. I like it here. You know? Well, that one time when you left I, and I got up to go to work that morning and I, she saw me and then she called me Poppy and I was like, I don't think so. <laughs> She's like, Poppy, come here. Like, come here, Poppy. Me. Kevin's like, no, no. <laughs> come lay down next to me, Poppy. <laughs> Dude, but you, I, I, I want to call her all the time. I'm like, oh, I'm going to call my mom. And I'm like, shit, you know? And it, and it, and it's like the cameras too. things like that whole thing that you're talking about. Like I had the same thing when my father passed. Like I remember there was something like a, like a movie, the color of money came on. And I remember I went to the movie theater and seen it with my dad when I was younger. And then when that movie came on, like I got this urge, like right after he passed away, just, I grabbed the phone and then I, that, that thought clicks in your head. You're right. Like, They're not there anymore. Right. Ugh. Right. Yeah, right. So it's such a weird, it's a weird, weird feeling. I remember that I had that with my, when I lost my brother, I was 18 years old and I lost my oldest brother. And like you said, you think, you know, like, oh, shit, let me, oh, no, I can't. It's just a That's hard just pill to swallow, like man, you know? Yeah. So so they yeah. took care of her until Kim got here. Kim was here for a week and then took her back to her house in Fort Worth because she could take better care of her up there. And when, when, when y'all talking about that video that I made that I don't remember making and all the calls I was making, apparently I also right. turned, over, turned over custody to her with the hospice so she could make decisions I, in an email, right. and I don't remember that either. But thank God I did, you know, and uh, right. and and she went up there and, and dude, she got her hospital bed, got her oxygen, everything. She took such good care of my mom. And you want to talk about putting responsibility on somebody, man. I asked her to come take care of my mom because I was going in the hospital and my mom passed away in her house. You know, talk, talk about talk about a freaking mind fuck, you know, when you're taking care of somebody's mom and they pass away on you, you know. But, you know, I know for a fact that she took the best care of her that she that she did. My mom, she managed yeah, to get my absolutely. cousin Ralph. She managed to get my cousin Ralph up there from Florida. Yep. yep. And uh, and and Ed and Nina Handy were up there and, and, and Kyle Poston was up there. So she died yep. peacefully among friends and family. So I'm real. I'm real glad about yeah, that. I couldn't have left I her was better hands. on the phone with Kim a lot. She told me that. I was on the phone with Kim a lot. She told me that. She says you were a lifesaver for her, man. She yeah. Well, I'm glad she feels that way. But, you know, I, I understand that when everything gets thrown at you like that, I am, well, let's talk about, the, maybe we could talk about this. So you went unconscious and you were single and then you awoke and you have a girlfriend now. Dude, you're going to get me in trouble. <laughs> yes, yes. That's an yes. amazing thing, isn't it? And, and let me tell you that, she handled it like a, like such a professional. Yeah. Like she, you know, she needed to vent sometimes and she needed, you know, a little, little tweak here and there, pep talk, 
and, and I tried to do the best I could. And she kept a group of us yeah. in a group text involved, gave us two updates a day on how you were doing. We also had a, uh, we also had a zoom call in the hospital while you, uh, I heard about that. And we all prayed for you and we got to, to talk to you and, you know, it kind of looked like you were trying to acknowledge us, but you know, you couldn't. And, right. and dude, let me tell you people that she got together, man. Like she did a great job. Kim did a great job. I don't think you could have did it any better. I mean, she, she kept everybody in the loop and did, she did everything. And I don't, I don't remember even hearing her cry or anything about anything or being, cause I know it's overwhelming. Right, but like Dude, she literally, she, like you said, every day kept everybody in the loop, so we all didn't have to ask. Because I stopped, and like, what, what and even Patty did, like trying to reach out so that we didn't overwhelm her with you know too many questions, right, right, and right. all that stuff. And she, but she was there all the time. If you had something you wanted to know about you, it was like, yeah, Gary's doing better, all that stuff. And one thing that she did for me was uh, almost every day she kept a video library of what was going through her mind and what had happened and everything. So. When I, when I woke up, she finally showed me, and I still haven't seen them all, but, you know, how she was feeling, how she was falling apart, you know. And she told me she talked to you, she talked to, you know, DeVito and, and, and all that. And it was just an extensive library of videos of every day that I was asleep, you know, well, in a coma, whatever the fuck I was. And, um, and sleep. I, yeah. I like that word. That so, sleep. <laughs> but, um, yeah, dude, so... Eventually, I started moving my hands and moving my feet, and eventually they moved me to physical therapy. And let me tell you, the place where I was at was such a great hospital, and everybody there just a great. I was actually there today because they uh, they called me, uh, one of the physical therapists. I went by there a visit the other day, and I left them some cards, and she called me, and they said they got some patients there that weren't doing good with their recovery or dealing with the whole COVID thing. Oh man! So they asked right. me they asked me to go in and talk to them, and I looked at both these people. And they were in the same, they looked just like me. They had a freaking trach in their throat. They were sitting there, you know what I mean? Lying there. And, you know, one guy was a, a, a Navy guy and he, uh, he didn't want to do PT anymore. He wanted to go from three to two days. He goes, I'm just too tired. I said, nah, bullshit. I said, you got, you got, you got to get up and do PT. These people know what they're doing. You got to do it, you know? And, um, and you're yeah. living proof of how, it's and done. that's why they, that's why they asked me to go. And, you know, apparently so it went great. Real, you did. I got some good feedback off of it. So apparently it went very well. And, um, and here I am, man, I'm, I'm still alive. And I had a doctor, bro. I had a doctor from the first hospital because I passed out in the ambulance. They took me to the emergency room and, um, they put me in ICU and then the, like next day or whatever, they, they put me on a ventilator. So the doctor that put me on the ventilator came to visit me at this other hospital that I was at in New Braunfels where you came to visit me, Kevin. And he, and he patted me on the shoulder and he says, I live here in New Braunfels. I heard you were still here. So I wanted to come visit you and tell you, you need to enjoy your new life because you're not supposed to be here. And he told me that wow. he, he, yeah, he told me that when I came in, wow. when I came in, he said that him and his team, of course, they were going to do what they needed to do to save me. Right. But he says they looked at each other and they were like three or four days max. With the condition that oh I was in. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow, he told you that? Yep. Dang. Me and my team, we gave you about three or four days max because we. he, he told me, I've oh seen people God. come in younger than you that are in be that were originally in better health than you, you know, because I got some COPD and shit, right? That were yeah. not in as bad condition as you were when you came in with, you know, COVID and fever and my oxygen was like at 70-something, you know? Mm. So, mm -hmm. 
and they haven't survived. They've lasted less than a week. He goes, so when you came in, we were just like, yep, three or four days. He goes, but for some reason, you just would not die. You wanted to, you wanted to rip everything out of you in you know, first couple of days on the vent, which is why we had to paralyze you. You know, because Fucking when warrior. when when you when they put right. when they put you on a vent, they put you in a medical coma, medically induced coma. But right. I, after a couple of days, I was re, I was rejecting the sedative and and the vent, so they had to had to actually medically paralyze me, which is why I woke up the way with not being able to move. I was I, right. I thought I thought I was gonna be like that forever. I didn't know. What they call it atrophy, right? Yeah, yeah, but you know. But, you know, we, we got through it and all of us got through it together because I wouldn't have made it without you guys. I felt everybody's prayers. Ed Hendy came to visit me. Kevin, Kevin and uh, Patty were there all the time, man, coming to visit me, bringing me food. I, I'd see commercials on TV. I'd be like, dude, bring me a pizza. Dude. <laughs> that, was, that was the thing we'd call and be like, what do you want to eat? Because I know that hospital food sucks. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let, let's, let's, talk, let's talk about the photo session you did for, uh, what is it called, Krispy Kreme? No, no, we're not going to talk about that. All right? We're not going to talk about Darryl, that. Daryl did a great job. Daryl's a jerk. All right? Daryl's a jerk. And I couldn't move, and they put the Krispy Kreme hat on me. Okay? All right? That's the best That's the best time. There's no escape. If, if he could move, he would have definitely punched somebody in the face. For real. Moving on. Moving on. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Hey, hold, hold on. I need a sip of coffee for y'all. <laughs> I love that cup. <laughs> love that cup. Love it. So I, I, need, I need to get me one of those. <laughs> so, so TJ, when, when moving on, when you had your last surgery, when they, you know, installed your mangina, right? Yes. Yes. I had, I have, a, I don't think we've talked about We haven't that talked about it. On the podcast. So, so, uh, I went through a, a little, cancer thing well it wasn't little right uh, i had a i had an aggressive cancer that built up inside my bladder and started going through the wall so they had to remove my bladder prostate and they hooked me up with a mangina you yep. guys know what a mangina is right? i know what it is now <laughs> i'm looking For at one those that don't know what a mangina is <laughs> i have a urostomy hookup on the side of my stomach. So just and, so everybody, uh, just to set everybody straight, because I didn't notice till you told me. Everybody always think that it's just called a colostomy bag. Yeah, no, that's for poop. Right, right. But you, you said it straight and said it's a urostomy because it's just urostomy. Right, okay. Just urine. The the yeah, ostomy yeah. is the bag. I can still wipe my own ass. Okay? So. <laughs> Thank God for that. No, but that, which, that which, I, which, which for the record, I couldn't do for a long time. I had at least 32 different people wipe my ass while I was in the <laughs> hospital. <so. laughs> hey, hey, I was there at the hospital that one time and I helped you sit up or something. And you were like, yeah, I think I just freaking shit my diaper. <laughs> Did you wipe his ass, Kev? Kev, you no, had to wipe. I went and got the. I went and got the guy that does that specifically. <laughs> I was like, I was like, Gary needs you because I, I think I gotta go. <laughs> yeah, I'm going, and he needs yeah. you. Yeah, it was a rough time. Anyway, continue, brother. I didn't mean to cut yeah. you off. Uh, well, so, so, so that that cancer was very aggressive. It took up two thirds of my bladder. You know, and they, we thought we, we got everything out, you know, they took some lymph nodes out and stuff, but uh, I just had my three month checkup 
a week ago and uh, they found more cancer in my lungs. I have uh, two relatively small, but they're big enough uh, masses in the, in the right lung and one in the left. And uh, just absorbing that news and knowing, like I had the second worst surgery somebody could get. The first surgery is open heart surgery when they crack your breast. Right. The second one is, is organ removal. Right. You know, and they cut through my stomach muscles. And from, from cock to belly button, man, it, it, it's crazy. So <laughs> he said, cock. That how I, I got, <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't, don't do that. Reminds me of Puerto Rico. Don't do that. I, I know you hated that damn bird. Fucking <laughs> bastards. So, so just, I'm having a hard time absorbing having to go through what I just went through three months ago. Dude, but this, except the difference is this time they found it early. Very early. Yes. Very so early. That's, that's good. That's good. Yeah. You know, so, so and, we're, uh, we're, we're, we're going to get through this together. Yeah, yeah. For real. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. You know, I, I haven't, <laughs> I haven't even put a chip in the, uh, in the medical bills from the last one. And now I got another one that's definitely coming. Right. Right. Well, hopefully it gets in by the end of the year. So I don't have to pay my deductible. <laughs> no shit. No shit. But you know, yeah. we're, even, even still, if, if it don't, we'll make, we'll make that happen. It, right. it, 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 it's just, I'm ready to fight. You know, you, you know me, man, I jump right up. I get in the fight and you I'm know, not, I'm not, and I'm not going to let you not fight. So, and, and right. it's like, wow, but, now your lungs, you know, and, and with the whole talking about the whole COVID thing now and like, how is that going to affect me? And, and, you know, your mind is sometimes your worst enemy. It is it's your greatest asset and your worst enemy. Right. Right. <laughs> that, that, that's for sure. You know? And, and I remember when you sent me that text, I was like, man, again, but you know what? We're going to, we're going to, we're going to get through it. It's, and, and you know, you, you sometimes you wonder why why is it that this happens to you? Why does this happen to you? Why you know why? Because you're strong and 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 God believes in you and He knows you're going to fight through it because you're going to put it on His hands. You yep. know, I want to live. Yeah, I want to live, but it's in God's hands. Yep, and that's it. You know, and that's the whole yeah, damn reason. So, so, the, so you you so you hear from everybody tomorrow, right? That tomorrow is going in front of the board. Well, well, Tuesday it goes in front of the cancer board and it, you know, it's not like, you know, six or seven doctors that look at it. I mean, it's a board. It, it's like 20 something people right? that all put their heads together and try to form solutions for the problem. So we'll see what they do on Tuesday. Hopefully I get a call by the end of the week and then, uh, I have a plan of attack. Roger that man. Yeah. You know? And and whatever it is, we're we're getting through it. Whatever you do, don't 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 start crying on me because I will come and break my foot off yeah. in your ass. Yeah, yeah. That, whew. It, it, fuck cancer. You fuck cancer. I mean? Right. Fuck cancer. Yep, That's I agree one hundred. Hey, hey, cancer. <laughs> like Hurricane Lydia would do. Yeah, <laughs> you're number one. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, between that and this. <laughs> I, re I remember she used to come up whenever I walked by, she looked at me and she'd just be like shooting me like this. I'd be like, really? You're shooting me? Hold on a second. She'd be like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Ooh, what's that? What do you have there? What did huh? you just grab? Oh, that's, that's my, that? that's my little Ford Glock 43X. Yeah, that looks tiny. That thing yesterday. 
Yeah. It's got girth, though. It's, it's, it's got some girth, right? No, no, it's, it's actually tiny. Actually, it's got the opposite of girth. Yeah. It's, <laughs> oh, it's not showed? No, it's actually pretty tiny. It's only a 10 round. Here, look. That, that That's a full-size Glock. Mm, you know? FDE. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the 19X. That's the 19X. And uh, that's this, this, this is a, a Colt 45, baby. So, so let's tell all the people about, you know, how you're enjoying your second amendment. Like Dude, enough about me, you, you know, my, my, I, I hope I, nobody's crying about me. No pity party here, but Gary, let's talk about after your pardon. And Dude, then, let me tell you, I have Texas. These guys are in Texas over here. So, so my friend, Kevin, is good. My, my friend, Kevin over here, that's got, is that your, is that your, uh, Browning or your, your, yeah, that's that BRN 180 that I got. Dude, check this thing nice. out, man. Show, 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 show TJ what you got, dude. It's a it's a long stroke piston system like an AK on top. Pick it up, can't see it. Okay. So you don't have to. Uh, it's got like a side charging handle over here as well. Okay. Yep. But at the same time, you can. Uh, you don't have to have your stock or whatever. If I can get it to actually function on this time. Yeah. All right. So you're you can, on the spot. So there you, you go. So there's no buffer tube. And actually fire it like this as well. So. It'll fire like that too. There's no buffer tube. Yeah, no buffer tube or uh, there's a buffer tube, but it's there's no buffer system inside it. of it. You don't need to use it. There you go. So you could you could fire that while it's folded. Yes. Yeah, just like this. It's wow. just hollow. This is like a SIG brace adapter. That's all. Right. Right. But I mean, it's it's literally like I could I could do that old school like uh, the first Terminator where he's riding on the bike all crazy yeah. <laughs> looking. My man, he's looking like an American insurgent over there. Look out. I yep. <laughs> so so kevin's got this badass shotgun they let me try and it was freaking so badass i was like fell in love with it so i had to go and get one myself oh just see gary is loving having his second amendment right back isn't that great and apparently when the guy told him that he had the exact same one as me that like he didn't even get to finish saying nope and like, like Gary's like sold. I buy it. Yeah, like, <laughs> Dude, I, I didn't even hold it. I, I, I was like, because I was gonna see if they had a, if they had a, a lever action uh, 3030, you know, or a 4570. And I was walking back there, and he's like, yeah, nah, we might have one of those. I was like, unless you got a, S, you know, 930 SPX tactical. He goes, I might have one, but it's it's the tan color, the FDE. I was like, don't tell me that. Sold. Dude, so as soon as we were He's walking, like, that's he, exactly what I want. I looked at it, he pulled it off the shelf. I hadn't even grabbed it. I was like, sold. You know? But dude, it's got the tactical sights on it. It's a uh, semi-auto Mossberg. Dude, it's oh, a freaking yeah. beautiful freaking rifle, man. Or shotgun. It's shot 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 it? Huh? It's seven and one, I believe. Eight seven and one. one. Eight, and one? eight and one with, with two and three oh, quarters. You know I was using those. Three, I was using those three-inch magnum shells. With three-inch, it's seven and one. With uh, with two and three-quarter, it's a uh, uh, eight and one. Nice. Yeah, but it's got that front up. sight. It's got the uh, the fiber optic front sight and then the ghost ring in the back. So it's like it's ridiculous. Now, has the recoil on that? Dude. My wife shoots it and she loves it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, but Patty, you know, she's only like five four, and she's like, I think when I took her out shooting, like, she's like I like the shotgun better. She's yeah, like, it does. It does more damage, and it doesn't jump as much. Actually, look, she's alive. My she's my, alive. my wife doesn't. The louder the the weapon, the more my wife hates it. She doesn't like the loud. 
big guns. Oh, she, Patty doesn't like the loud noises either. She actually stopped firing one day because somebody had a crazy muzzle device on there. You know, women get... Women, She's like, I'm done. She went and sat down. <laughs> you know, I, I, I've seen some women in classes, and actually I've seen it happen to a couple of new newbie guys too, but when, when they start shooting really loud, they, it kind of freaks them out, you know? But that's, it's not just women. It happens to, you know, most people, but not me. But uh, yeah. that, that, that can have a big effect mm-hmm. on you. Oh, yeah. Some people don't like that loud concussion. They oh. start grabbing their ears, and they just can't deal with it. When you, when you, when you could feel the air around you shake? Yeah. yeah. I've, actually, I've actually been in the that's rain fucking before. That's cool. mouth open when somebody was firing a large caliber rifle. Like, you could feel it, like, push on your earlobe or your eardrums and everything like that. You're just like, yep. ooh. What is this? That's, that's my 300 blackout. So that's all tacked out, huh? Yeah. So I got, nice, I got, the, I got nice the EO, on there. I got the EOTech on there. I got, I got freaking flashlight. It's a little shorty. It's a seven and a half inch barrel. I'm, I'm order. I'm getting a can for it too. But I, dude, this one shoots nice. like a freaking dream, and it's dead on balls accurate too. Nice. What else you got sitting around there, Mister Brugman? I think that's about it. Oh. He's got he's got too many. He's got like every Glock that they made. <laughs> I got you're still waiting double on pair that, of handcuffs. Um, oh, there you go. The, these are my border hey. patrol handcuffs, bro. You're supposed to be in the bedroom. You're, yeah, right. Those are the fuzzy ones, though. They're no, dude, no, 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 not in the bedroom. For the some reason, fuzz. I always end up in them. <laughs> <laughs> the black fuzz. <laughs> Jeez, it, it's the you're, fuzz. <laughs> you're supposed to have that. Uh, you're supposed to be getting that P320, though, right? That like, kind of customized one. Yes, the the Legion. Yeah, the Legion. Yeah, yeah I'll get yeah, that. I'll Sig, get that this Sig, weekend. Uh, yeah, the Sig 320. I can't wait to get that. That's going to be interesting. Yeah, so, so since since your pardon and getting your Second Amendment right restored, mm-hmm. what's the number of weapons you've gotten? They have oh, really can't you don't want to start. You don't you don't want to design, really can't put the number to it, but let, 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 let's let's keep it at around a dozen. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I hey. love Texas. Hey, hey, if Dr. Demolition can have a thousand guns, I'm working on my way to a hundred, damn it. <laughs> Dr. Demolition. What about the man spot, man? That dude has I, dude, I was with him the other day, man. He said hi to y'all. Yeah, I see. I got the picture. I got the picture. Appreciate it, man. Yeah. I hope he's doing well. Yeah, he is, man. He's got some property up in Mon he moved to Montana and he's he's working on some stuff. So yeah. Okay. Uh, Thanks, what, what you got there, Kevin? Though, Gary. Dude, yeah, that, dude, that's his nine millimeter, bro. That's a bad motherfucker, dude. That that motherfucker's dead on balls accurate right there. It's a nine millimeter though. It's yeah, Glock mags. <laughs> it's Glock mags. Yeah, dude, it's and it's got the, the maximum defense telescoping brace. There'll be plenty of Glock mags around after the purge. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Just put it in your backpack. Yeah, dude, it fits nice. in the backpack. It's freaking nice. Freaking nine millimeter, no re- hardly any recoil on it. Nice yeah, little we vehicle were, gun. We were freaking putting some serious shot groups together yesterday with this thing. Dude, I was his, impressed. His freaking groups were like were like this with that fucker, dude. Just a big hole hole in the paper. Yeah, but we we know we know the range is different than actual being in the situation. You got oh, then the two way range. <laughs> yeah, the yeah, two way exactly. range. <laughs> you know, I've been well, on that two way range. That dude, adrenaline will will totally screw up with your breathing and your aiming and you know when you're in that situation it's 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 hard to calm down and 
get it off. Says oh, the, yeah, I got to get your breathing says, under control. Says the fireman. <laughs> Is that when you're swinging the axe or <laughs> just I I I I I, I. <laughs> Oh Fucker, man hey Hey real quick let me let me let me throw these out there these are um these are some books you should There we go now he's upset look at him now he's upset. <laughs> Bring it. I, hand I, to hand combat. Come on. I chop you. I'll make mincemeat out of you. <laughs> hey, so check it out. This is a book y'all need to read. John 15, 13 by my brother, John Nicholas Castle, John St. Nick. All right. Y'all need to get this book. Read it. Kevin, I have one for you. Um, okay, nice. But John St. Nick, John Nicholas Castle, I'm going to have him on the show here real soon. All right. So y'all make sure you get this. Too. All right. You get on Audible too. Yep. It's, a, it's a it's a great listen on Audible, but I also recommend reading the book afterwards. There's another one. All right. So do y'all remember back in uh, I think it was 2011, uh, the two ICE agents that got ambushed in Mexico by the Los Cetas cartel? They uh, killed they killed yes. Agent Jaime Zapata. Well, this is my brother yes. Victor Avila. This is this was his partner that day. He got shot three times with an AK-47. He wrote the book Agent Under Fire. So y'all need to go. He, su- he survived. He survived that incident. Yep. Go to agentunderfirebook.com. Order yourself a copy of the book. It's a great read, um, and and you won't believe some of the stuff that he's got to say in here. So check it out, Victor hey, Avila. Agent Under- Let me see how thick that book is. It's not. It's a good. It's a simple read, bro. Okay. It's like it's like John fifteen thirteen. Yeah. yeah it's a, it's a good read. It's not. It's not like you know. It's not too heavy. Yep. Right. Not too heavy of a ring where you're going to get tired of it, set it down, and then forget about it. All right. And and I'm going to have him on the podcast soon as well. And, bro, if you really want to be entertained and read a really freaking great book, dude, you got to get Welcome to Blackwater by my brother Morgan Lorette. All right. Uh, John, he, him, him, and, uh, him and John St. Nick worked together in Blackwater, and uh, John St. Nick was his call sign. I don't know what Morgan's call sign is, but I would imagine it's Big M Little Organ. So... <laughs> so, yeah. Pow! Right, the kisser. Yeah. And 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 he, and he, you can't see it, but ah, he likes to draw pictures when he signs autographs your books, and for some reason, it's always a penis. So, <laughs> get this book, Welcome to Blackwater. It's a really amazing read. Yeah, it's a really amazing book, and I'm gonna have all three of these people on the podcast in the weeks to come. And, um, and you can get any one of those books on Audible. Yes. Nice. So check it out. Um, can, can, can we go? Can we go back to COVID for a second? Go ahead. Because I would, I, I really feel this like this is really important. I mean, we know where we stood before you went down with COVID, right? Right. The China virus. Let's call it what it is. It's fucking China virus. Hold on. Let's call it the coronavirus. Coronavirus. <laughs> before, before I almost died of the coronavirus. Coronavirus. <laughs> I'm telling you, shit is real. Shit is getting real. Shit is, and shit got shit got real. Yeah, shit so got real for me. My, my yeah, opinion, really my opinion has not changed. My personal choice for my body, I am not getting a vaccine. Where do you stand on the issue of vaccine now? You're asking me? Yes. Oh, I mean, 
I'm still I'm still all about everybody makes their own choice. I was an anti-vaxxer before. Um, however, having gone through this shit, I sure wish I would have had it. You know, I would have had the vaccine because I've seen I've seen a lot of people that have gotten COVID that have been vaccinated. For some reason, they don't end up on a vent or as fucked up as I was. All right. So whether it's good or bad, I don't know. But um, will I will I get the vaccine? I don't know because I am going to be checking my. Uh, I got a really high antibody count right now. I think it's at around eighteen, nineteen, eighteen, nineteen hundred is what they told me. And when you get a vaccine, it's only at around twelve hundred. So my antibodies are at you know about six hundred more than what you would get it with a vaccine. So I don't need it right now. Um, you can let me borrow some. Though, is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Just come so, on over. So <laughs> your your answer is. I don't know yet. Right. For me, for me, I, right. if you don't want to get it, that it doesn't scare me at all. It doesn't bother me at all. But, uh, right. you know, but since I got it, I've known several people that have went and got it because they saw the condition that I ended up in and they don't want to be okay. there either. Okay. And, and, and now, however, it, however, you have to the, re- however, these mandates everything. are bullshit. Have, forcing people to go get them, forcing our border patrol firemen. This is freaking bullshit. All right. Yeah, let's have a it's, not the, it's not the it's not the government's was, place to next. make these decisions for you. It's not the fucking government's place. It's not right? the government's place, and corporations that do it are fucking wrong. Well, the I agree, yeah. but most of the corporations are getting pressed on by the government. So, right. Not all of yeah, them. And, and you gotta remember, these these corporations have their employees set up like cattle. Let's think back to when the flu shot used to come around. You used to have the the mobile clinic come and show up at these office buildings, work sites, wherever, and administer the the flu vaccine. Right. So so now that, that that was like the first step in that direction. Now we get the COVID, and it's like people are you know I, I don't know. We're jabbing you with it anyway. Are you going to lose your job? Right. It's wrong all the way around from the federal government city, local government, right into corporations. It is. You do not have the right to tell people what they have to do. A year ago. Or, or put a, something in their body. A year ago, you know? all these people were were uh, um, important workers. Essentially. Especially the nurses. Essentially. Hey, you better not be dropping hey, that shotgun. Lydia's here. Lydia's here. <laughs> you should uh, your shotgun over. Yeah, I did. <laughs> it was a, a year ago, everybody was an essential worker. Now it's like Get the fuck out. We don't need you. You know, and I, right. I, I call bullshit on that. And it's it, it's just a fucked up thing that everybody's having to retire early, you know, because because they don't because they're getting pushed out, you know, or what, what? Right. Having to walk away from your career that you probably pretty much was your dream job. Exactly. You know? Uh, nurse, police, firemen, EMT, medics. But didn't you know, didn't the you, Supreme you, you Court just put that- a stay on that? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, so they, you got, you got Biden's mandate does not hold water. Right. Right. Hey, there's something wrong with your audio, Kevin. Hold on. What, what'd you do? I didn't touch anything. Oh, okay. Now you sound better. Now you hear me? Yeah. I was going to say, I don't know if either you or I told you at all, Gary, when we've spoke or TJ, but I don't know um, the, the, Congressman from Iowa, I forget his last name. I think it's Johnson. I don't know if his first name's Jim. I can't remember. But Jim anyway, Jordan. Jim Jordan. He was talking about Jim no, that, not that, Jim that, Jordan. That's that's Ohio. Never mind. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
but he was talking on TV about how they keep talking about like, you know, there's 700,000 people that have died from COVID. Right. He says that there's almost 680,000 people that have had adverse effects from the shot. Right. But they don't talk about that. No, of course not. They like, don't want you to know like, that. If it, if, if it kills you that bad, but it also can do almost, you know, I mean, if it kills that many people, supposedly with their inflated that, numbers. That's because Fauci's a piece of that shit. that many adverse effects to where your kid's in a wheelchair afterward because they got it because they didn't need it. Right. Like, why would you take it? Like, it's just, I think, each, like you said, each person has their own opinion about it. Like, if you feel like you need it or if, like in my mother's case, older, mm-hmm. you know, like that, like that, then I'd be like, yeah, just do the research. You know, do what's right, right for you. If you but you can't Pfizer, do any Johnson, research on, on on these vaccines. The, there is no there's, research. There's we no, are right, the, the research. Yes, the exactly. Human test are, dummies. Exactly. And they have us set up in age groups. You know, we're only going to do this age group for now. Then they made the age group from here to there. And they kept going younger and younger until they got to five-year-olds. They're like, well, you got to get your vaccinations anyway for measles, mumps, and rubella. So we're just going to stick this one in. This one, wait, you don't have enough information on it. There's not enough data on it and the data that you do have you're hiding you're cherry picking the data that you want to oh, serve yeah, to the american per- citizen only thing only things they they'll, they'll tell you is the what fits their narrative they're right. keeping all the stuff that's like like the important stuff that you need to know because another thing that, that that same senator said was that um say if you go back and you do the um say the ebola vaccine or whatever they did back in the day they had like 25 years they said that were uh it, it or was it 25 years something of that nature were 25 years were over that time adverse effects like it it had actually had killed uh like 25,000 people over like a 25 year span right. right right since covid it's already killed like i think they said something like in 16,000 in 10 months their adverse effects so what does that tell you about that freaking vaccine yeah exactly it's way more dangerous it hasn't been like like you said it hasn't been tested enough and w- you're just throwing it out there thinking it's going to make you look good in front of the public and it's not and i got i got because if it was if it was so safe why would they be pushing it on people so much like look at even but here's the thing bro here's the thing let's say you dollars. let's say you do have some adverse effects and stuff and you go to the doctor you know, what's your insurance company going to tell you? Are they going to tell you, well, you tried an experimental drug that isn't approved by the FDA. We're not going to pay for that. Exactly. You know? And they're not going to be held accountable. Right. So in the end, you're basically gambling Fucked. with your own life. You're like, do I just take the chance of being like I am now, normal? Right. Or do I want to go out and get a shot that where I could be somebody that has, you know, pulmonary heart failure or something crazy? You Blood know what clots. I mean? Like, right. Like they're having some of those kids in colleges that are getting them, and they're like, you know, a star track athlete, and then all of a sudden it's like they've got crazy lung issues or, yep. uh, you know, stuff Tumors on their brain, like and, blood clots on their brain and everything. You know, but once again, once again, having almost died of COVID and, and what right. I went through, I'm keeping an eye on my, antibody, on my antibody count, and if it does go below 1,200, 1,000, I'll probably get the shot. You know, I probably would just to well, ju- just to boost because you know what? If it's got long term effects, all right, right, dude. I'm 55 years old. I got 10, 15 good years left of me. You know. Bullshit! Come on. Hey, 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 hey! No, no, no! Don't argue with the host, right? So, <laughs> so, dude, you know, 10, 15 good years. I still ain't got a button. You, you, <laughs> you're not getting a button. Coronavirus. Cardi's got a button. <laughs> <laughs> Is Corona is, is Gary out there giving out misinformation? <laughs> <laughs> but but you know, 
if it's got long-term effects, I ain't even worried about it. You know, I'm, I'm broken down as it is, you know? So I worry about that when the time comes. But what I do know in, in those years, good years that I have left, I don't want to get this shit again the way I got it, you know? Right. Dude, because, dude, I was, I was paralyzed. I was fucking paralyzed. Uh, you I remember a bit like like i might i would maybe reconsider like myself myself if if i was in your same situation because it's like like and, i didn't live through that horrific deal and so no and I'm no facing stuff no judgment on anybody right else no judgment on anybody else i don't give a shit you get it or not we, we ain't gonna stop being friends or i'm not i'm not a freaking german for gonna be like oh get away you're not vaccinated you know i'm not that guy right i'm right. talking about me i don't want to end up in the freaking hospital again because the shit i just went through right. i would only wish on my worst enemies you know, mm -hmm. I hear you. because, you know, everybody says I wouldn't even wish that on my worst enemies. I don't have many worst enemies, but well, they're your enemy. <laughs> yeah. Right. But I'm, I'm, I'm being real. I only wish it on my worst enemies. <laughs> <laughs> That's really real. Yeah. That's re I respect that. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, man, it's, it's been a hell of a ride, but real quick, bro, before we, we, we before we sign off here in the next, you know, we're going to have to do a part two. Huh? <laughs> we're gonna have to we, go with a part two. Well, we can do it. We can do it again. You know, Tuesday or Wednesday. Let's do it again. But, dude, uh, yeah. I, I want to bring somebody up that uh, that started this whole um, downward track for me, and um, we need to uh, we need to remember um, K9 Supervisory Border Patrol Agent Dan Cox. All right. Oh, Dan. Yeah. Dan Cox, man, my my one of my best friends. Yep, there you go. He was a uh, canine, canine supervisory border patrol agent in Tucson, Arizona. He was a, yep, my man. So, dude, I, I, I got, I got these full of stuff that 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 he's that he's given me, bro. And, you know, he died on duty. He was in a head-on collision on uh, Indian Reservation, and um, his vehicle rolled over and engulfed, and they got him out. But um, he was hurt real bad, and he died upon impact, and that that hit me like a freaking freight train and um and uh god bless his soul i miss you every day brother i can miss that guy dude i miss i miss him every day you know and he's another one that several times i've i've reached out and picked up the phone to call because i talked to him a couple of days before he passed away and the day he passed away we were texting you know we were texting because right. i was on my way to florida and um and me and him worked together in Eagle Pass. I've known the guy for 20, 24 years. And um, he's not with us anymore. And it, it, it killed me, bro. And and most 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 of y'all out there know who I'm talking about. He, he's been on my podcast several times. And uh, you know what? I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna repost his his uh his part. I'm gonna bring yeah, it back up and good, repost. That was it. a good podcast for him. Yep. Yeah. So I'm gonna repost yeah, I that. Didn't get a, I never got a chance to meet him though, but you did call us and talk to us about it, like after. Yeah, after man. That happened. It was crazy. His uh, his handle on Instagram used to be Dudley Do Right. Yeah, and yeah. and now it was Kara Sardog. Kara Sardog. Yep. 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 So Kara, which was his canine, got ejected from the vehicle and survived. So wow. yeah. Wow. And, and, and apparently she went and sat next to him the whole time while they were working on him and wouldn't move and had to be carried away because she wouldn't move. So, I can imagine. Yeah. But Dan Cox was a bit of a dick too, you know? <laughs> he's the only, he's the, well, I'm sure he's not the only one it's happened to, but man, his dogs were always biting him. I was like, dude, you're such an asshole. Your own dogs bite you. 
Shane. Put him back in place. <laughs> hey, and then, and every and everybody that listening to this that knows him knows it's freaking true. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but you know what? One 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 thing uh, about him being gone is it's it's the world's a lonelier place right now, man. And uh, that means only I know where the body's a bit hidden now. So. <laughs> Then there was one. Then there was no, one. No, there's still two. There's still two. Shut I know up. who the other guy is. <laughs> <laughs> and now you include me. <laughs> but um, I'll draw you a map. But yeah, but but. <laughs> oh, you didn't catch that one. I'm gonna I'm gonna mute your ass here in a minute. You can't. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> so, <laughs> but um, he could have that button. <laughs> but 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 the world is a, the world is definitely a lonelier place for me without him, and um, yes, and uh, he's he he was a huge part of my life and a huge part of everybody a lot of people's lives that and we all miss him very 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 much. I was with him last Thanksgiving, man. It was a really good time, and it I freaking I miss him. I miss him. I miss him. I miss him a lot. But he's um, with his mom now. Yeah, yeah, he's taking care of my mom now, so she's driving him crazy. Sorry, Dan. And his <laughs> You're mom. getting flipped off instead, Dan. Yeah, and, right. And his mom. Didn't he lose his mom? Yeah. Like last year yep, or something. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, uh, month before. Month before Thanksgiving. You, you remember that, uh, that so, tattoo he got for her? Yes. Yes. Right. The Coca Cola cat, cat, yep. tattoo. Dude, yeah. so so it was funny because last year we were supposed to have Thanksgiving at his mom's house. And um, right. she passed away like a month before Thanksgiving. So I told him, I was like, well, leave it to your mom to fuck up Thanksgiving, you know? <laughs> and, and he was like, oh, no, 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 no. We're still going. She'll kick, she would kick our ass if we didn't do it. So we did. We all went and had Thanksgiving there. Me, him, freaking uh, Nick, Nick Demo and, and PJ and my mom and everybody. We went and it was a great freaking Thanksgiving. So on my way That's to awesome. Florida, on my way to Florida this time around, after I found out the news, I was like, oh, leave it to fucking Dan to fuck up freaking my Florida trip, you know? <laughs> but, but yeah, dude. You got to know, you got to know that, 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 that's the kind of love we used to give each other. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. We ain't sensitive about it, man. It, dude, if, if, if you, if you fuck up, like in the Border Patrol, if you fucked up and, and had a situation where, where people died, you know, it'd be like, yeah, we're going around a term where, where so-and-so killed those people. <laughs> you know that's how you refer to it yeah yeah yeah, yeah I, i'm up by the bluff where this guy chased those people off the edge <laughs> you know <laughs> i'm telling you that's like that first responder slash like military personality that attitude where you just got to bust each other's balls all the time otherwise yeah pretty much that. That. and 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 like <laughs> like you told kim the other day that's how we deal with shit you know right you know right so the so we were talking the other day because you know first JP Cervantes was in the hospital, then TJ mm -hmm. went into the hospital, then I went into the hospital. Well, no, JP, you, me, and then it was no, it was JP, me, and then you, then I went. Now you're just like JP skipped a turn, you know? Yeah, yeah. We were trying to figure that out, right? He, right. Who the fuck right. do you think Who's he is? next on the rotation? Yeah, exactly. It might be you, Kev. Yeah, tag your it, man. Yeah, tag your it, motherfucker. I don't know, man. If, if you know people that hang out with us, I don't know if they're going to be subject to the uh, to the type of weights that we bear. Mr. JP Cervantes did say that his TBI was acting up the other day, though. Dallas. JP Cervantes. 
<laughs> great guy though man great guy great attitude you know i, I i'm i'm proud to say that i know that man yep. you know he's a good cat bro he's a good cat I fly his i fly his uh his patch on the grom nice as well as well as the gary brugman podcast patch nice that, uh i think it was dave that set up with patch ops yeah, patch ops uh, made uh, uh, about a hundred patches. One for you too? Huh? They did one for you too, didn't they? Didn't well, that's what we're doing? talking about. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what we're talking about. Is my my patch? They, patch ops made about a hundred of them. Sold <laughs> sold a bunch and then uh, donated the money to uh, to 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 me to help recover. And um, then they sent me the ones that were left. So I got a few Gary Brogan podcast patches. If you are interested in one, uh, shoot me a. Reach out. Shoot me a message on uh, Instagram. Get I'm at, at gary.brugman, and uh, and then we'll get one to you. Yeah, those and I'll tell you they're high quality patches. Oh look, I just happen to have one right there. There you go. <laughs> look at that. Right, it, it's a it's a PVC patch, so it's it's like rubberized. You know, this, it's these nice. are great patches. Yep. They can handle the weather very good, very very good. And uh, shout out to Dave. For linking up with them because that is a great looking and thank you to patch ops and and uh and tim over there for getting them done man that's freaking amazing and i know they're not easy to make dude but look at the quality in that patch bro it it, it very yeah it's I, high I'm, quality it's approved by gary brother there you go <laughs> and roughneck roughneck approved that's right <laughs> roughneck tested there you go but yeah i fly those on my grom Oh my God! You mean a little? I'm not gonna say it. Never mind. <laughs> I got a little pit bike. I got a little pit bike. You know, dude. So he he I got that live. little 125 gram. He got that little 125 gram. He says, "Dude, this thing will go 65 miles an hour." I'm like, "Dude, I go 65 miles an hour in second gear." <laughs> I said, "You can't ride with me. I can't ride that slow." I'm I'm uh I'm in the process of teaching my boy Terry was learning how to ride it, but she's not really interested, but my two sons are, and they're, they're still here with us. So I've been teaching them how to ride. And that's a great beginner's bike to learn how to ride a mm -hmm. motorcycle. Mm -hmm. It's a good bike, bro. I mean, I wouldn't have, a, I wouldn't be seen on one, but you know, that's just, me. come on, man. You, you say that until you, everybody says that until they ride it. Yeah. That's what they say about Harleys too. Yeah. Oh, Harley. Yeah. All, all they do is leak oil. The free, they they leaked oil. That's in the, what I said. They leaked oil in the seventies. Okay. I don't know. See, and and you see how Gary's breaking my balls, right? Because you know, oh, he got a little one twenty five. Ooh, you know, I could I could do sixty miles an hour in second gear. So he's busting hey, my. Hey, what balls. did I tell you about fucking with the host? And I, and I have, I have, I'm going through somewhat of a midlife crisis and I feel like I could build myself up to ride again. Dude. And I went out and my wife purchased for me a CB 1000 R. Dude, Whoa. let me tell you something. You bought yourself a freaking Grom. You bought yourself a fucking CB 1000 R. That doesn't sound like a midlife crisis. It sounds like a midlife Christmas. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> That's exactly what it freaking sounds like to me. So don't, just cut it with your bullshit, all right? I'm not buying it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, yeah, man. But, you know. That's where we're at. That's that's where that's where everybody is <clears throat> and how everybody's doing. Yeah, man. <laughs>
Hey, man, I want to thank everybody that supported me and, and donated and, and, um, and got everything together. You know, freaking uh, Warrior Riders, um, uh, everybody up in Fort Worth, freaking Kyle Polson, Ed Hendy. Thank you all for being there. Kim, thank you so much for taking care of my mom and taking care of me. Um, thank, thank everybody, man. I'm, it's, it's a blessing I'm still here. And life is good. Uh, it's not easy. It sure as fuck isn't fair, but life is really good, and you need to make the best of it. You know, like I used to say, life is life is good. Make fun of it. You know, <laughs> make fun of it. So it's not make fun of Gary. Oh, you can, not you can't make fun of the host. God damn it. <laughs> so right, we love you, man. Love you more, brother. Hey, so yeah, uh, it, it, it was like that during the Zoom meeting when you were unconscious. We I, you know, I keep like hearing them kinds of stories that y'all talking shit while I was in a coma. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to say anything more of it, you know, until I see you in person. Yeah, I've, yeah, heard, yeah, I've heard some of the stories. We've been nuts a couple of times. Right? You, know, you, you, know, you know what? Only y'all would make fun of a man while he can't defend himself. Hey, he's in a coma. Let's fuck with him. Like, like we said, you know, if we ain't giving you tough love, that means we don't like you. I was gonna say if the tables were turned, I'm pretty sure you wouldn't have fucking back down either. Well, but, but that's but that's that's not the point right here that we're talking about. You'd have probably flicked my sack personally if you were there. Physically. All right, all right, all right. Enough about me. Let's talk about me. What do you like about me? <laughs> all right, TJ. Well, that concludes this episode of the Gary Brugman Podcast. Please like and subscribe on social media. I'm your man's big daddy roughneck saying stay frosty and always watch your six. Yeah, thanks for spending another hour with us. We know it's been a minute. Podcast is coming back. This is uh, episode 80. Y'all be safe out there. Watch yourselves. Be savage. God bless us. God bless Texas. God, Texas, and honor first. God bless America. Talk to y'all soon. Recording stopped. Recording stopped. Ain't that some shit. That's the first time I heard that.